when I meet people like Jay, who has a very mutual, we both have, I swear to God, I say it all the time, me and Jay Book literally have the same taste in music that is scary as hell. You know? <laughs> like, and it's like outside of hip hop and rap, we will yeah. be on the same vibes, you know, listening to the rock. All right. Look, y'all, I didn't go to public school till I was in high school. All right. So I was in. I was in Catholic school listening to all the N6 Backstreet Boys, the Paramours, and the next thing you know, I get slapped in the face, you know, but I get koofy slapped by someone because they heard Cameron did it to another nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we would literally go all over the north side of Chicago looking for Dipset because we heard that they lived in Wrigleyville. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I use all of those experiences, tell all of those stories through the songs that I broke down. Like I even broke down a song from Drake that I just absolutely loved. And it reminded me of the time that Take Care came out. And the very first time I listened to that album was with a young lady inside of my dorm room. And then, you know, I'm just going to stop the story right there. You know? <laughs> yes, sir. You know, listen to it all the way through. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pop, come on this thing. This has been Joy. Katie, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Over Q and the Critical Dub Network, and you are tuned in. The Flavor Team. Yeah. It's official, man. Now, here's your host, D-Buzz. Let's do it. Yes, bro. Yes, even after 500 episodes, I still get excited. I still, uh, I still get pumped. Um, I can't afford not to record. I guess that's the motto uh, for a long, long time. Before I introduce this guest, you know, back in 2016, I ain't gonna lie. I just wanted to just, you know, kind of tell my story and put my put my story out there my business so to speak and you know inspire a few people and just kind of mind my business uh, as the traction continues to build and continue to build i'm like wait a minute i might have a, a gift i might be able to do something dope almost six years later over 500 episodes later um i believe this is me uh, especially once my career is done and outside of being a family man But people like today Makes it even better Not only was I featured on uh, The dope podcast of his Someone that's been in the circuit The podcast community circuit For for a little bit now One of the few people And I know this is a long introduction But y'all gotta just bear with the big homie Bear with the big homie This is his first time So I wanna make sure I, 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 I set him up for success when I first met this brother virtually or uh, heard his content, I said, he's an old soul, similar to me. So that was a big comparison. Um, when you can relate to people that's twice your age, people his age and just people in general, I said, yeah, he going to be he going to be dope whether he podcast or not. But his love and passion for music, if you hear some of his artists that he named that he listened to or put in his top five, I had to look him up. But world, we have Northside Doug out there in the Midwest. Y'all know where I'm born and raised. Dope podcast. And he'll definitely let us know about that and and and, and yours truly bless the platform which will be coming out soon. But world, help me welcome Doug to the flagrant two. What's up, brother? Hey man, look, I'm here. You feel me? Representing representing Shy City, Struggle Play Podcast. Play. Hey man. I'm here. You yeah. feel me? I'm ready to chop it up. Yeah, we're right. gonna chop it up. I got my morning workout in already, so okay. I'm right. high energy. So when you, you was do. like, yo, can we do this earlier? I'm like, no, nah, I'm still here, dog. Let's go. I'm, it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing at all. Trust. Let's get, it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Struggle Play Podcast, man. Before we talk about the podcast, did you know, especially for my first time podcast peers, that's uh, blessed the platform, did you know you wanted to be behind the mic? And if so, oh yeah, okay, one hundred percent. 
Oh man, for the longest. You see, that's he talking old souls, right? So <laughs> I can remember listening to God. That would be Herb Kent and Tom Joyner every single morning. Come on. Um Doug v103. Banks every single every single morning. You know, like people who literally carved the path where folks like you and I and it didn't take me long to realize that I was going to be behind this mic. Um, nice. Definitely not through a podcast, Mike, you know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> definitely right. not through a podcast, Mike, but, you know, I think that's the beauty of the, this digital world that we're in right now. You can literally create this bad boy in five minutes yep. instead of, like, literally, you know, waiting, scrubbing toilets to get on a, on a radio mic or something or getting donuts, so... Yeah, it's been a been a while, but I mean, granted, did I think I was gonna be, you know, starting catcher for the Chicago Cubs? Yeah, but <laughs> you know, it's all good though. We here, and I'm loving every single moment of this ride. Good, good. Now, for those listeners, <clears throat> excuse me, for those listeners that's like Herb Kent, Tom Joyner, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember them guys. Um, yeah, I want to add for sure for Tom Joyner. Before I really knew I was going to be behind him, like I just reached out to him on social media and just told him thank you um, for what mm. he did for the community, for the Chicagoland area. How mm-hmm. His voice n- impacted the world. Yes, the world, and how yes. he, you know, supported HBCUs and gave back to the less fortunate and gave back in general. And I was telling him again via social media <clears throat> how that's. Those are some traits that I will definitely carry on within my means to, mm-hmm. to to let you know people like him, you know, know that I've seen what you've done, and now that I have a successful platform, I'll be sure to do my best to continue to with us as black men with voices, not sister with voices. We love y'all though, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, be careful now, yo. Come on, man, come on. Five hundred plus, man. Like I, man. God, you said Tom Joyner, man. And you know, I went to Grammar State University, yes, and sir. he would come to our school and speak uh, pretty often. And that was probably like the first time that I really went all fanboyed out, chasing him yeah. to his cause. You know, shout out to um, our social um, person, our guy who basically like gives tours to. Everybody and takes care of him. He was like, "Nah, Doug, chill." And I was like, "Nah, man, I just gotta say something." Tom, Tom, I love you, dog. You, I've been with you from the beginning, man. I've been with you from the beginning. He yeah. just waved his head at me while he got in his nice little black car and got the hell out of this small little country ass town of Grambling, Louisiana, man. Yeah. yeah, dog, that shit right there. And even I was on the microphone back then. Mm-hmm. Like literally studying the very craft, and then next thing you know, you watch somebody like the Breakfast Club just completely break the mold, and then next thing you know, podcasting to come in. You know, fun fact, and you know, just stop me. Fun fact: I remember when I first heard of podcasting, I had to have been about fifteen years old. It was like podcasting. Most people don't know podcasting came out right around when Facebook first started. And I was like on this little youth committee. You know, I was one of those little black boys, you know, that was a part of these little school wide, you know, community programs, organizations, nonprofit, just fighting for the good fight, you know. And this lady just literally interviewed all of us. And she's like, it's called, this is a podcast. And I went, hmm. I ain't never heard no podcast before. Yeah. I'm like, what channel can I listen to it on? It's not on the channel. But where you listen to it then? Internet? Yeah, you listen to it on the internet. I'm like, huh. Okay. All right. You know, it did literally. What? 10, that was 15. So that was 07. About 15 years later, and podcasting is a booming industry and it's still growing. It's still infancy stage, you know, like. Don't get it twisted, y'all. The Joe Rogans, the Joe Buttons, and all these other networks, they're the only ones that are still getting paid. You know, good brothers like Murph and myself and, you know, all of our other peers, we still grinding it out. And mm-hmm. 
it's literally because I would listen to Tom Joyner, you know, every single morning with my moms and pops would take away my TV and I would still be listening to the radio. And guess what, y'all? Recording my favorite songs on a cassette tape. Uh oh. Plate. See? <laughs> See? See? See, man? I, I keep telling y'all, man, you know, the young this young guy listened. All right. I recorded all of my joints on that cassette tape. Cause I bombs was not letting me buy no um CDs at all. No, no hip hops. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not at all. I had to sneak in and listen to that stuff. Come on. Hey, you can tell on yourself. To this day, <laughs> hey, I get it. I get it. And uh, don't have the big cousins or, or, or mm. the aunties and uncles when you know mm. you can't listen to that one cassette tape <clears throat> that got a lot of explicit language. <laughs> can I go with auntie? Can I go with big cuz? That way you can listen to the, in my case, Bone Thugs and Harmony. I'm just saying. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Two live crew. I'm telling on myself, y'all. I only bring out, I only bring certain things out, you know. But anyway. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. I just have to, you know, let the world in on. Nah, man, set. that's like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember them days. Oh, mama went to the gas station to the store. I didn't say store. The store in the, the car, store. not car. Car. Anyway, that's from the middle. Come on, oh, man. See now you're talking, bird. <laughs> now you're talking because you know I just moved back home. I've been working with these people, and they're like you guys, like. What do you say? You say things so differently. Yes, is it uh, a car? I'm like, nah, it's a car. Car. You know? Stole. You car. Know? Come on, baby. Stole. <laughs> I, I told my mama I went to the store yesterday. She said, pronounce, use your words, boy. Yeah. Sound out your words. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. literally, I can honestly say, folks like Tom, um, Herb Camp. Hell, even I would sneak around and listen to those Stretch and Bob tapes, you know, because my pops was from New York. Got and that's literally what birthed my love for music. Like I said, yeah. you could take away the TV from me because I had bad grades. Good. It was cool. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? By bad grades, I'm talking C's. But, yeah. you know, yeah. like, you could take that away from me. I'm still going to be listening and memorizing every single big pun lyric there is or all the jay-z songs or all the nas joints you yeah. know what i'm saying like i get it you know i just turned i'm about to turn 31 and i know some of y'all were outside outside when ether came out but i was oh. in the classroom you know <laughs> what i'm saying <laughs> i was in the i was in the classroom literally calling all of my you know literally saying fuck jay-z you oh. know what i'm saying over and over again yeah. and getting in trouble yeah. by the teacher yeah. You know, it just is what it is at this point. But like, that's what literally. I didn't think my love for music would be this strong. I say that yeah. I knew I'd be in front of a microphone. Maybe you know, sports analysts like every other young kid would think they'd do if their sports career didn't work out. But mm-hmm. music, not even close to it. Not even close. God, you got it, man. Like man, that's the thing too. Days. You know, I follow you on social media, and you. You was talking that talk during the, the finals too, man. I, oh yeah, I, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, look, 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 look. I'm still from Chicago. Come on, you feel me? Yeah. I'm still a, you know, I'm a '90s baby, so that means I was there when MJ won them six rings. Okay, it got so boring to the point where I asked my mom. Mom, did the Bulls win another championship tonight? No, baby. Probably tomorrow. All right. <laughs> probably, tomorrow. probably tomorrow. All right, cool. You know, I, man, I, and his son, we're about the same age as well. And he would mm-hmm. come to our hood and play basketball. And, you know, I, you know, and I got shamed because I was more of a baseball guy. I just wanted to be like Jackie Robinson, you know, my whole mm-hmm. life and Ken Griffey Jr. But that basketball stuff, like, wasn't that crazy, though? The fact that the Warriors just locked and loaded, Murph. They literally just sat on it. All right? They they literally, it was like they treated their future, their draft picks like a Bitcoin. You feel me? <laughs> and just pulled out and locked and loaded, man. Still got his fourth ring and legacy is, is, is cemented now. He, he good. Kevin Durant, who and I love KD, but what what are we doing here? 
Testament they, they, of stuff. They, 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 they Clay and Draymond. Like, like this was a homegrown team. You yeah. feel me? They ain't really need KD. They <laughs> this is homegrown, <laughs> and they still hate them. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. I talked that finals. I talked that baseball. Come on, man. Little, 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 little. Definitely football because I went to a, a football school yeah. and I'm a Bears fan, a jaded yeah. one at that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, you you Bears fan too, ain't you? No, I tell anybody by default if I had to choose, yes, Bears fan by mm. default. Mm. I'm a sports fan. But okay. I'm not a Bears fan. Now, even okay. with my kids, even they ask me, Dad, who's your favorite sports team other than the Spurs? I said, well, by default. I still got a, uh, you know, space in my heart for the Bulls because I grew up watching Mike get them rings mm-hmm. and when they struggled mm-hmm. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But now that I moved to South Texas, mm-hmm. well, Texas is like, I, you know, I'm 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 Spurs first, and Bulls will always have a place in my heart. So yeah, Spurs you know, but- one, Bulls two. But if you'd have called me 20 years ago, Bulls first, and there wasn't no other team. <laughs> see, see, that's how it is, man. And you yeah. know, I've been bouncing from city to city to city yeah. to city, and I've been having to wave my Bulls flag yeah. high. Yeah. All right, yeah. like it's it was so bad at one point that I have a homie from Houston who would be like, "Doug, just because you've seen Derrick Rose play in high school two times does not make that nigga your cousin." Simeon, like, though, that dude, hey, that's what it was. Come on. I remember the birth. So literally my yeah. my era of Chicago high school basketball would be Derrick Rose, Pat Bev, Iman Shumpert, and Mario Chalmers. You know what I'm saying? Even uh D Brown from the line night, you yeah. feel me? Yeah, Luther Hev, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like those are God. Like those are times where I would literally trek across the city to go watch somebody named Derrick Rose as a sophomore tearing it up. The only guy to wear Benji's number. Man. You feel me? Like yeah, a lot of people like don't I'm t- talk about that, man. For sure. Yeah, like literally, that man's n- number was retired, and you see D Rose out here rocking that. Yeah, I remember seeing him at the city in the city playoffs, jumping literally fifty feet in the air. Like yeah. that's I love love basketball and it's definitely gotten worse since I've moved back home. It's definitely gotten worse for me now. I'm just I'm about to go hoop um <laughs> as soon as we get off. You feel me? I'm about to go hoop and you know go to the beach like good old fashioned Chicago you know, yeah, summertime's the yeah. best time. Yeah. Being a child, last time we talked, it was it was cold as hell, Murph, and it was yeah, in May. It was. Yeah. Yeah, and it was May. <laughs> yeah, and it was May. It yeah, well, Houston, it wasn't, but I know in the Midwest for sure, Chicago definitely. Mm-hmm. That, ooh, that weather! I don't, I, I don't miss it, but I do miss, it, especially when it's a hundred and five degrees Bruh. right now Bruh. as we speak. Bruh, right man. now as we speak. Bruh, y'all Houston folk, I don't get it, but I love y'all. My best friends, Come you on. know, from Houston. Come on, I, I consider that my second home. You know, Southwest Side, you know, Acres Homes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stuck in the hood of other hoods yeah, in the H yeah, Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dog. Yeah, yes. I hope you, I hope you, you know, adjusted. I know you said you've gotten your Southern hospitality down yeah, packed, though. For sure, for sure. I got it. Mm-hmm. Like I tell people, my grandparents, my great grandparents especially, were from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And they raised all of us. Yes, ma'am. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. No, mm-hmm. sir. No ma'am. Mm. Did granddaddy eat his food first? Now we can eat. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's old school, right? Come there, on, man. man. And then that's... you talking about hooping. Like being that's why I'm glad to have this conversation. I don't get to express this side of me. And this is not why not sports world, but hey, this is a flagrant too. Y'all know it's an open forum. Well, we just gonna talk. We're gonna get to why the struggle plate is called the struggle plate. And a few mm-hmm. other things before we bounce. I was telling my family, why do you love going back home? I said, because it gives me a sense of pride. It gives me a sense of humility. Like you said, growing up in the summer, 
before I got into high school, it was the KGs, um, uh, McPherson, Hugh Richardson, Bobby Simmons. Um, mm. uh, um, um, I mean, I can I can name a few. And then when I got to high school, again, I'm not iron. That's for another day. Um, mm-hmm. But that come on, mo- that motivated <laughs> me when I stepped into the high school realm officially to be like, yo, I want my name to be etched when it comes to the late '90s Chicago basketball athletes. And when it's said and done, I was able to accomplish that and actually put myself in that position to where if I had to debate, you can't argue that. Mm. So the city of Chicago and traveling north side, like, dude, this is what we did. That's what Mm. we did. And, And the competitive spirit, the competitive nature, the different circuits of basketball just mm-hmm. within the city mm-hmm. was crazy mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I get excited to where I'm like and I'm gonna let you go and talk to, about mm-hmm. some other things when I came into this podcast game I said I would not utilize my past success and who I played with and against to help me get a jump start I said I'm gonna be even kill. I'm just D. Murph played ball, high school ball, Chicago, D1 athlete, mm. family man, corporate man, da da da, mix mm. it all into one. Because mm. if I came in with my high school accolades, college accolades, see, yeah. it would have been a different story. I know it would have, but I took it slow. I said, mm-hmm. I want to be known as D. Murph, the man, not the former jock or the jock. That right. time still will come. It still will come when I will bring out some of my past, you know, teammates or opponents from high school and college, which that's coming. But I wanted to put myself in position that's Murph, that's D. Murph, the man. So anyway. And it's been doing well. Like I said, y'all. Like I said, when you was on, on my show, which will pretty much be out by the time you guys are hearing this. Okay. I've seen the magazines, Murph. All right. <laughs> Don't do me <laughs> like that, dog. I've, I've seen the magazines and I've heard, you know, Flagrant 2 right when I was, right when I bought a microphone, when I was thinking about buying a mic. Okay. Mm-hmm. I heard of Flagrant 2. I've heard of, you know, Drunken Nights. I've heard, you know, of Tam, Autumn, you know what I'm saying? So, yes, sir, you're doing a well job. You're doing a great job. I right? 500 deep. I'm trying to catch up with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to catch up with you. Man. You know? Going, growing up, man, Chicago, man, hooping in Chicago, man, just the, 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 the environment, man, teaches you to keep grinding and do not put yourself in that bubble. Mm-hmm. Do not them no spectator games, man. See, nobody want to talk about the no spectator games in this city, man. Nobody want to talk about them no spectator games. All right, for those who don't know, no spectator games mean literally this, just that. No camera, you will nothing. No nothing. Your memory and bragging rights, word of mouth. That's it. Yes, and it was sir. only like that because somebody was shooting some shit up, literally man. a block outside. Come on. So what you doing? You still got to play the game. You can't cancel yeah. the game. So nobody's allowed inside the gym except yeah. for the team and the refs. Yes, sir. And maybe a school official or two. Yes, sir. Man. See, man. Come nobody want to talk about that. Dang, See, that's man. what. And if you, and if you got no, no spectator games, he was kind of legit, you know, because that's how I got into my that's main cool. nine to five, you know, new, which is news. I'm, uh, you know. I work at TV news and I was That's doing good. the school paper. So I always would find a way to travel with the basketball team or we appreciate, you know, that. you know what I'm saying? And that's literally how I got into that in terms of just being a full blown journalist for the past eight years now. That's dope. You know, Congratulations, yeah. Man. Yeah. And like my first, my very first internship, was with ESPN Radio out in Louisiana, you know, um, North Louisiana. So that means I was covering not just Grambling, but Louisiana Tech. You know, I remember when a 
guy named who was tall, light skinned, buff, you know, with a fade named Colin Kaepernick came to Louisiana Tech representing, you know, Nevada Reno and mm. tearing people up by doing the same thing he did that led him to the Super Bowl. And, you know, all of those skills that I've learned, you know, through covering sports my entire That's good. Like late teens, early twenties has transitioned into, you know, doing things on a national front and it's helped me craft my podcast. Yeah, dog. And it's really all started with sports for me. 100%. Why not sports plug? Anyway, man. Anyway, <laughs> hey, the sports, the good, bad, and the ugly of it mm-hmm. and how it impacts your everyday life, man. Mm-hmm. It does. And, and you know what? Fun fact. I don't think I've ever told anybody this. My I have learned everything I know through sports have come through women. My grandmother mm. and my aunt. I, my grandmother... She was the type of person who would just sit there and watch all the Bulls games in the 90s. You know, my family is originally from Gary, Indiana and New York City. And when they when my grandmother moved from Gary to Chicago and I see her, we just literally be watching Bulls games together. All right. I can literally remember my aunt calling um, John Paxson, a son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. I, you know, <laughs> I can Make literally that shot. remember. Shit. I can literally remember, you know auntie cussing out the bulls gm at the time for letting phil jackson have his last year you know his last dance you know i can remember watching the birth of tom brady in my grandma's you know living room like that's all we did was watch sports so yes it all started really with my grandmother god rest the soul but yeah yeah that's good man that's good and shout out to mine man she i gave her a shout out a few months back how um similar to you i said that's the reason why i get to talk like this part mm-hmm. of the birth of my like i just said on this show like i didn't want to be the d murph the hooper i wanted to be mm-hmm. murph d murph the man we would just drive around she didn't she didn't she ain't she ain't hitting the highway she not hitting 80 90 she no nah, we're gonna go we're gonna go residential way we're gonna go through these streets and we would sit mm-hmm. and talk her Salem 100s and her Pepsi. Mm. No AC. No AC. But we just driving around. Me and Granny talking. You know what I mean? And then, like you said, we'll get home, get some Harold's or, or, or some mm. food, watch watch the WNBA because the NBA on, season man. was done. And, Come on. Um, yeah, man. It, it, yeah. And she was telling me when she played, you know, baseball, softball. Mm. Like I said, man, this I knew this show would be dope, but I get it. It's just something about that's how we from the Midwest in particular, hearing your story that I can we can go back and forth. It's the same thing. The women played nope. a very important role. I think I even said this on Tam's show as well. Mm. But anyway, man, I just wanted to just add that how important, you know, it our is. grandmothers it's and women important. when it comes to sports. So part of a big part of what y'all hearing today. It's from my granny because she just let me talk, mm-hmm. and I will listen. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I'm all right. I'm getting sleepy. I'm talking in the morning. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right. I'm gonna go play uh, NBA Live or, or hey. Sonic the Hedgehog. Anyway, stop laughing at me, world. But yeah, man. Shout out to the women, man, in sports mm-hmm. and just being you know impactful in our lives for sure. Yeah, for yes, sure, sir. man. That's you can thank my moms for that when WNBA first came out. You know, we was watching. She literally called me after the South Carolina women's team won. She's like, mm-hmm. you know, I took you to meet Dawn Staley, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, my mom was still got her uh, Cheryl Swoops um, jersey. She still got it, you know, yeah. yeah, literally through those women. And my mom is the one who honestly, and watch this. She's the one who actually inspired the name for my podcast. Ah, you know, struggle you plate. Get to she, it. She she literally did. You know, um, I had a podcast before the struggle plate. You know, oh. the initial plan was to, and that podcast was, you know, it was how shout out to the home to my homegirl Nick. Um, it was literally like on the front end. You know, for like for the first twenty minutes, we're going to recap all the current events, and then the other, and then to end out the show, we were break down a classic album and you know 
like I said, that's how I, it, I, was, I was living in Vegas at the time. So, and that's how I met them boys, them crazy niggas from North Town. I say it all the time. Um, views from the seven, Dante, Skinny, <laughs> Ivan. Um, <laughs> you Shout know, out the, to the views. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the Beatles of this shit. You yeah. know, there I might yeah. say. I, I get home now and I just turn them and I watch them on YouTube. And, yeah. you know, after that, the initial plan was to have that. And then I do the struggle plate and we build a network around it. And then things happened. And then as I was like, okay, I want to do this podcast, but I don't have a name for it. And I'm talking to my mom's like, well, what do you want to do? I was like, yeah, I want to break down songs. I want to break down music. But like, she's like, well, what kind of music? I'm like, you know, that struggle music, that stuff that make you like grind, that makes you want to go harder. You know, I was like, come on, mama. You know, you was busting down my dough because I was listening to Jada. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, oh, we'll call it the Struggle Plate Podcast. Nice. And I was like, struggle plate. I was like, see, see, look, see, this is why they pay you the big bucks. All right. This is why you pushed out an 11 pound baby woman. You feel me? <laughs> or not pushed out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I was not pushed out at all. You know, had to do what we had to do. But this is yeah. why, you know, God's tired with purpose. And come on, it, it's literally. And I was not even going to start the pod Murph till like. Oh, uh, God, for a few months, like my mom gave me that name like on a Friday and I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set it up. Right. I'm gonna build the social media account first. And then I'm a, um, you know, get my iTunes and my Spotify accounts ready. And then next thing, you know, I end up going through like literally the worst breakup ever, you know, where I finally cut the ties and I did therapy that same day, that Sunday. And next thing you know, I hit record. And I just said, fuck it. Let's just do it. Let's just, we, we live. Is this thing on? That's is it. this thing on? <laughs> you know, <laughs> mic check. <laughs> like, is this, is this thing on? You know, because I, I felt doubted on. I felt shitted on because, yeah. you know, I, because of my career, I was able to go from Louisiana to Las Vegas and Las Vegas to Denver and Denver to Chicago. So in between Las Vegas and Denver, Denver is where I started this podcast. I was literally depressed, heartbroken, broke as shit because I got yeah. fired from my job in Vegas. And so that first episode, I knew exactly the very first song I played was that T Grizzly first day out. And I was mm. screaming to the round top. Niggas was praying on my downfall. Come on. Niggas was praying on my downfall. On all 10, bitch, I stood tall. Come on. And then God. it literally just blew up from there. You know, year one, I'm literally just spilling it all out because I'm fresh in my feelings and my emotions. Year two, I connect with I, some people I call the all time greats, you know. <laughs> or you could just call him Baylor the Great, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or you could just, <laughs> you know what I'm no. saying? Either or, you know, I start building and, you know, with, I'll say it, lifelong friends. Yeah. You know, and Jay Boog and 12 Kyle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They've been on my show damn near all the time. They regulars. I close yeah. out the, year, the, the new year. You know, I bring in the new year with them. You know, yeah. I end the year with those guys, you know, yeah. on the episode and stuff. Yeah. And, it, mind you, I was doing all this when I'm 26, 27, you know, and, you know, I ain't, I ain't calling nobody, you know, old. I'm just saying they're more seasoned vets than I am. And yet we still have very much in common. Oh, for you sure. know, I, I don't have a lot in common with some of my, you know, friends, my age, age you know, sure. especially in the music realm. Yeah. You know, especially my introduction, like, girl. He he gave us his top five. I was like, "Who is that person? I've never heard of him." But hey, I'll check him out. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I've heard it you is. say that. I was like, "Your top five is who? They play what? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." So that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. It is like you know, J Cole. You know, is my guy of guys. 
big pun. I I get all my sense of humor from him, you know, and then, you know, we'll throw in some other guys, you know, who I love. And but yeah, top five has definitely been a thing. And with my pops being from New York, you know, all we did was listen to Eric B and Rock him, you know, because he worked in the Burbs, man. So we he would take me out there, I would drive. Can't never touch a grown man's radio, can you? Yes, nope. sir. Facts. Can't can't yeah, uh, can't listen to no Eminem in his car. <laughs> nope. nope, nope. We listening to eighty-eight LL Cool J. Yeah. All right, we listening yeah. to any Biggie, yeah, any Rakim, yeah. KRS One. My pop swear he knows KRS One, so Come he on. calls him Chris. Yeah. You know, I yeah. don't really yeah. necessarily believe him, but you know. <laughs> It's fine. I believe that he does know uh, 50 Cent's family because they grew up, you know, on the same block in Southside Jamaica, Queens. But, you know, like literally those influences is what got me to 160 episodes of the Struggle Play podcast. Congratulations, man. That's dope. You know, thank That's you, dope. sir. That's thank dope. you. Yeah. And making time for the big homie, y'all. Like he said, this, this moaning as mm. I grind it out later. To support my family and the brand mm. And I'm very, very appreciative of you And the other guests, man That has took time and made some uh, arrangements For their schedule to to allow me to do what I love to do And that's just, you know, provide a platform And allow you to, you know, share yourself And just, you know, inspire people, man To say, hey, if you get fired if you have a bad breakup, they'll make for the best albums anyway. If we gonna L- talk about it, just dog. keep it a buck. Literally, so your podcast or so that episode, hey, the, uh, hey, them, them them make the best because you being yourself and it's being authentic, and people love that man. So don't lose them qualities as you continue to grow and grind nah, and stand out. I I I one hundred percent appreciate that. I have to, you know. Um, it's the only way that I could feel like I've never felt more free, yeah. you know, in my life with this pod because, sure. you know, I can, I can go and I can say some shit, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That a lot of times people will try to censor that or tell you to calm down and they will tell you who to be, how to be, what to say, but they will never tell you to be yourself. If they do that, be yourself. <laughs> be yourself but make sure you keep it calm and cool you know I'm like well damn am i being myself or you know i'll take being a better version of myself but mm. you know what i'm saying it's one of those things where i'm literally spouting off the mountaintop using every single song that i've broken down into relating it into my story my struggle you know, because when I think of the Struggle Play podcast, I literally think of me spending my last year in college sleeping on my best friend's couch. You know what I'm saying? Because we just, it just, it just wasn't enough money to stay in the dorms anymore. All right. It just, it just wasn't. All right. Literally eating grilled cheese and rice, you know, for dinner, you know, and you always try to, experiment by throwing some sauce on some stuff to make it taste a little better so it won't be as bland because he ran out of some butter you know what i'm saying (laughs) you know this is one of those things and i use every single song like that like the t grizzly first day out that i broke down on my one year anniversary um episode one that's um pj morden you know what i'm saying um how deep is your love you know that's episode two matter of fact and like when i meet people like jay who has a very mutual we both have i swear to god i say all the time me and jay book literally have the same taste in music that is scary as hell you know (laughs) like and it's like outside of hip-hop and rap we will be on the same vibes you know listening to the rock all right look y'all i didn't go to public school Till I was in high school, all right? So I was in I was in Catholic school listening to all the N6 Backstreet Boys, the Paramours, <laughs> and the next thing you know, I get slapped in the face, you know, but I get koofy slapped by someone because they heard Cameron did it to another nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we would literally go all over the north side of Chicago looking for dipset because we heard that they lived in Wrigleyville. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I use all of those experiences, tell all of those stories through the songs that I broke down. Like I even broke down a song from Drake that I just absolutely loved. And it reminded me of the time that Take Care came out. And the very first time I listened to that album was with a young lady inside of my dorm room. And then, you know, I'm just going to stop the story right there. You know? <laughs> yes, sir. You know, listen to it all the way through. That's, I have a, I can listen to music nonstop all day, every day. I go to the record store at least twice a week. You know, it's just one of those things, man. I got like four uh, record players right now. So, yeah, it's it's a deep, you know, love for shit like this. And then listening to podcasters, you know, like Views, like Murph, like Kyle, where I draw inspiration from, not steal, though. You know mm. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I got you. you. Know? I got you. Jay Boog you know? That was a reference. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I listen. You know, I draw inspiration <laughs> from, you know, because I'm yeah, just going to say dope. this. Um, not too many people have a podcast. I don't know a lot of people that have a podcast that sounds exactly like mine, you know. I'm just going to be honest. That's bet. That's, that's how it's supposed to be, for sure. You know, like, that's the era I come from. All right? Mm-hmm. Now rappers are sounding all the same. same. You yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Now R&B singers call themselves R&B singers because they know how to harmonize, but they don't know how to carry a full note on. Mm. You know, and they're getting washed by 90s R&B singers who aren't even the top ones. You know what I'm saying? Because they actually do how to sing. The crowd all right? so, never like, forget never don't don't disrespect the craft that's it you know so when i wanted to start the struggle play podcast i wanted to make sure it sounded like nothing else i can think of like maybe one or two podcasts that have a pretty similar format but everybody else is pretty much the same do men cheat do all men cheat all right what's describe your first term um (laughs) It's who's better, MJ or LeBron? Yeah, yeah. Will the Warriors do it again? No, they won't do it again. Yeah, like, yeah. I, that's good. They like everybody says they say their music, you know, critics, music heads, and stuff. But it ain't nothing but white folks working that complex. It ain't nothing but white folks working that Rolling Stones. But yet they deserve. But they feel like they need to tell us who the top fifty greatest hip hop albums of all time. And Cardi B's debut album is at 20. And I love Cardi. Let's not get twisted. I followed her my entire life. But come on, let's just be real for a second. You know, it's us, our culture. And I feel like it is my duty, my job, my obligation to carry on those same principles of not sounding like everybody else. You know, and if you're going to do a format, you know, that everybody else is doing, then you better be damn good at it. You know, and what? 502 episodes later, Murph, we here. You know what I'm saying? 168. 160 episodes yeah. later, we're here. Yeah. yeah. 10 years later, we are here, 12 Man. Kyle Podcast. I feel like Man. Kyle has been podcasting <laughs> since he was like 21 years old. Yeah. It is insane. Yeah, he is humble with his, though. I know he's been doing it longer than what he told us because, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with you on that. Yeah, but that's that's my little rant right there. No, you know, you good. <laughs> no, we appreciate you, man. And that's one of the last things I want to hit on before you let the world know how they can support you and your podcast is that be authentic. Again, I know Jay Book. Speaking of that episode with Jay Book and Kyle, stop stealing. Be authentic. Mm. Be yourself. Like that. That's what people they will support that because when they want to hear something, they know you're different than what's being put out mm-hmm. majority of the time and, and like you said man with me and part of my success is just me being myself man that's it that's I don't even it. talk about current events if I do it's something I want to just get your perspective and then we gonna just talk like we're doing now I didn't have a sheet I didn't have notes I said nope. we're just gonna talk we're gonna talk it out 45 that's minutes it. to an hour later another dope episode a dope guest who blessed the platform and We'll do it again until next time. <laughs> yeah, come on down. It's it's just it's literally that simple, though. You know what I'm saying? Folks are overthinking these things. <laughs> it's literally just that simple. Just be your literal, authentic self. You know, don't 
don't tweet about it. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 put it on Instagram. You know <laughs> about how some deep quote that you just found because you Googled That's it. Good. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Like actually live this out. So the um yeah to answer. You know, your question to put a bow on this, you can follow the Struggle Play podcast on Instagram and Twitter and a whole bunch of other stuff. TikTok, we finally got the TikTok. There you go. Patreon, we got the fi- we finally got the Patreon. Hey. Snapchat, we got the we finally got the Snapchat. Okay. You know, summertime is different. The <laughs> LLC is on the way. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um every Monday the show comes out. Every Monday, every Monday morning without fail. You know, that's another part that's different about mine. A lot of other podcasters drop their stuff on Wednesdays and Thursdays. I want I want you to start your week off with some good music. That's good. You know, I play music all the way through. It's a music podcast, first and foremost. You can follow that music podcast on Twitter, struggle underscore plate, Instagram at the struggle plate podcast. And you can find me everywhere. You just literally type in at North side Doug on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you name it, the TikTok, Patreon, you know, comes out ex- exclusive, exclusive, exclusive content, exclusive interviews, exclusive guests, you know what I'm saying? And you're gonna hear me and Murph, you know, pretty soon. Like I said, it should this episode should be out by the time you know you hear my voice. I appreciate that for sure. For sure. I on had this good show, time, man, man. because had a good time. we had a great time, bro. For sure, and, and, and we did it. And we did it in the wee morning too. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> you know, bro, out here being a family man. You know, because my single last, I'm like, yeah, we can do whatever. He's like, nah, man, I got kids. You know, yeah, man. Working. We got to squeeze care. that window in. Yeah, you know. Man. Sure. And I was just like, hey, my bad. I'm just over here being my single black ass <laughs> self. You know, you let me know <laughs> what, what the schedule works for you. Nah. You know, and you made it work. I'm always willing to make it work, for sure. man. And yeah, but yeah, that's sure. literally it right there, homie. Hey, y'all, make sure y'all support Northside Doug Struggle Play Podcast. And, and when that episode do come out, I had a ball. I had a blast. Something about this brother on the other end where I get to share things that I don't get to, you know, express or share often, even from this episode for you guys who've been rocking with me for years or even for the first time listeners. You never know what you're going to get listening to the flagrant, too. And one of the things I want to add before we go is that regardless, just do what you love and yes, be just don't look for the likes don't do it for the likes. Mm. Don't do it for fake love, fake friends. Like, mm. like I said, the podcast community for me, and I say this often, if I look at my call log or my messages on either email or social media, it's from, my, from our peers. Literally. Literally. Shout out to the homie Shan, who's always sending me some <laughs> foul stuff on IG. <laughs> All right. Shout out to the homie Draft for constantly checking in on yeah, me. Yeah. You know, shout out to the homie Kyle for just giving yeah. me some sage yeah. advice. Yeah. You know, yeah. the homie Sean. All right. Spence yeah. for always giving me love. Like, literally, it's what we, like you said, it's like we talked about before, a community. Yeah. All right. Peoples. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't no fake love. You know, it yeah. ain't for a look. Yeah. You know? What? what I would have been out of game about? years ago, it feels for that. I only got so many downloads. Oh, I, I, I couldn't get this guest. I guess I'm gonna just, I just keep doing it. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Exactly. That's why shows like ours last, Murph. For sure. Because we actually love this. Love it. Love it. Love it. And that's one of the reasons why I don't record later on that night because my current work environment, every majority ounce of patience and enthusiasm <laughs> I have is out the window. <laughs> So at night I'm like I'm on refuel mode world. So mm-hmm. I'm just being transparent, being honest with y'all. And you daddy too. Damn, that's and, crazy. And and, and and they die die. It ain't, mm. it ain't. I said it ain't about your day. It's what up. Mm. Let's go play this 2K or let's go watch these YouTube highlights of, of the All Star Weekend. You know what I'm saying? So mm. yeah. So that's for me on why I've 
try not to record in the evenings because I already mm-hmm. know a lot is out to where I'm not going to be able to be myself, my quote unquote normal self that people has learned to support and respect, you know, throughout these years. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I've done it, obviously, if it was something like you said, hey, Murph, this is my only schedule. Even like we talked about, if it's after a certain time in the evening, I'm down because by then the little ones would be damn near sleep. So that way I can rejuvenate myself and make mm-hmm. sure we deliver this heat. But where are we out? As you know, the yeah. big homie, back on that grind, got things hey, to man. do. Northside Doug got to break down another song. You know what I'm saying? Get y'all ready for uh, that next episode coming up on uh, on that Monday. Just you wait. What see what Murph picked, man? Just you wait, <laughs> man. All right, I broke it down. Jada songs. I broke it down. Hove, DMX, Nip. But Murph hit me with a curveball, y'all. Hey, man. What did you say? I want to do something that's different. Yep. I love it. It, it got me excited. That. You said that, and I'm the same way. Like, I, when you have me on the guest as a guest, or you on my show, it's going to be something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you provide that, man. Because I don't talk about my hip hop, and you know, but you caught me at that moment, and y'all yeah. just got to tune in. I'm not going to give it away. Y'all just got to tune in for sure. Straight up. Straight up. And, and, and shout out to your pops, man. I do believe in one of my lifetimes, man. I was living in New York. I just got to throw that out there again. I, feel, <laughs> man, I, I just, yeah. I love their swag. I love their music. And anyway, for another show, we're all mm-hmm. out. <laughs> Twitter. All right. On Twitter and Instagram. At it's Demur. Find the Flagrant 2 podcast on Instagram, Flagrant 2 pod underscore. Be sure to check out the website, www.demurfspeaks.com. Hey, y'all. This, this, after 500, we're still going to bring that heat. We're still going to bring in dope new guests. More to come. So Northside Doug then blessed the platform, added to the dope guest list that I've had on the on the, you know, the platforms and support the branding. Y'all continue to stay tuned to see who next. But y'all already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on, day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Uh, D-Murph, you did it again. Setting trends like you winning the win. Fighting the good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because of brown, that's okay. I got the blood of a king. Saw it in the dream, ain't all with a scene. Try to turn us to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that green. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These beliefs trying to kill y'all. I'm just here trying to heal ya So listen as we work Dropping them gems now Rockin' with D-Murph Tuning in as we get it in So melanin Being better men We so adamant About the culture Sick of these vultures We in the game now Watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster Love is life And that's how we approach ya